Hi, it's Christopher. This episode you're about to listen to contains a topic Beth, Andrew, and I think parents should listen to prior to their children joining them and listening to it. There are no vulgarities or bad words, just a sensitive topic in the shadow of Pride Month and the incumbent struggles parents have navigating the surrounding issues the annual celebration and ongoing inundation brings. Beth and I discuss parents, or things that parents and other adults can relate to, but probably not so much children. We share our experiences and the actions we take in this navigation process. It is not counsel or advice, as it is simply meant to get your ideas going on on how to navigate these waters and these times, relative to the pride movement as a Catholic family. We think you'll want to apply them in your own fashion that works with your family dynamic, and we think that decision should be made after listening and before the kids listen, so you can take some time to prayerfully discern what we have offered. So, enough of me working off a script. Time to get on with the show. Hello. My name is Nathaniel Coles, son of Beth and Christopher Coles, who created the podcast you are listening to, On the Road to Perfection, from Holy Owned and Operated. This podcast is them walking around our neighborhood and talking about our Catholic faith. They discuss faith, morals, ethics, and dozens of 1980s rock and rap albums, or at least they sing the songs in those albums. They have over 60 years of combined Catholic experience and a few impressive degrees to show it. This podcast is unedited and unscripted, so you hear much of what I get at home, including the song references. They discuss everything, including where they've faltered in the past, many experiences you're probably familiar with. I hope you're able to learn a bit of what I have learned over a dozen years, and I'm glad that you get a chance to learn from my mom and dad. So, from Holy Owned and Operated, Here is On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, with my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. Thank you, Lord, for a good day, for your beauty, truth, and goodness. We praise you for all that you've done for all of us, for our family, for our listener, for our listener's family. We just ask you to be with us as we walk and talk and give us the right words to say and only say what you want us to say and our listener hear what you want them to hear. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I love you. I love you too. So today's a little cooler. Yep. And it seems to have just rained. And So it's nice and muggy. Nice. Yeah, but it could be worse. This way? Sure. Okay, so this is uh, this is our second part of our dignity and pride right. um, conversation, <clears throat> and uh, what part do part do, and so <clears throat> a couple a couple parameters. First of all, if you if if uh, if you haven't listened to part one, 
please do uh, before part two because yes. uh, it, 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 it doesn't make sense not to. Um, and you can find that on holyownedandoperated.com. Yep. And <clears throat> we've, we've kind of placed a little admonition, admonish, admonishment <laughs> um, uh, prior to the, the previous one and so to this one uh, that we suggest parents uh, listen before the children uh, listen with them. Um, and so we just reiterate that. And this, you know, before we talked about the, the concept of human dignity and uh, touched a little bit on, on pride. In the context of Pride Month and the LBGTQ plus uh, uh, celebrations of Pride Month. And so this time we're going to talk about pride uh, in the context of Betty's question, which was, how do you navigate this preponderance of uh, pride movement uh, with, as, a, as a Catholic family, as a Catholic uh, in the workplace uh, and uh, while raising faithful Catholic children? Right. So <clears throat> I think a, an important parameter in this discussion right now is to, for the moment, set aside... Uh, uh, lifestyle, activity, morality, those sorts of things, which we have covered extensively in the last hundred plus episodes, in almost right. every episode. Right. Um, it's it's it's. The, and we'll cover again. It's, well, yes, you know, it's it's so, the foundation of right. how we live our Catholic lives. Right. <clears throat> knowing full well that we are all sinners. Yes. So, <clears throat> and. We may, in a future episode, discuss the, uh, the the Catholic Church's approach to this particular subject in terms of uh, morality of actions and that sort of stuff. <clears throat> but because we want to cover how a family and an individual Catholic navigates this, we we just can't. I, I don't. I don't think we can. Uh, divert into those. No, sub, not sub conversations. and and do it justice and you know right with the right in in the amount of time somebody right. is willing to listen to a podcast and right. you know <clears throat> betty said 20 minutes is good she could handle up to 30 minutes you know <laughs> so our timer is set for 25 from the minute we started uh praying you know <laughs> so um <clears throat> so uh, you you know me i'm rather pointed and can be and yep. and, and doing that's part of I don't know if it's the appeal of this or not, <laughs> but that's who I am. That's who you are, so, and I love you. So I'm going to point out uh, a couple of things in particular. Um, I've, I've I've been told I you know when I when I mention somebody uh, who I'm acquainted with who I know who's homosexual, I've been told that well that's my token gay friend, um, which is not true. Um, I, no, you didn't go out and say, "Will you be my token gay right. friend? Will you be my gay right. friend?" Although, no. although the guy who who uh, does my hair, uh, Ruben, he's told me I can call him that whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, Ruben. That's Ruben. You know, he's hilarious. <clears throat> but Ruben isn't the only one. You know, no. I I had a really good friend come out to me <clears throat> twenty six years ago. Um, 
And, you know, uh, after I'd become Catholic and, and well, that, that's that. I also had, when we were involved in Cub Scouts, um, my assistant den leader was, uh, was gay. And she, yeah. told, she told me that. Yeah. And uh, this was before the Boy Scouts had, uh, you know, they, they, in fact, they had asked that uh, uh, gay individuals, homosexual individuals, not be, be leaders. Well, she was involved because her son was involved. Yeah. And she wanted, her, her, her son was in Cub Scouts because, as she said, uh, me and my partner are not qualified to teach him how to be a man. Yep. I said, great, welcome to Cub Scouts. Um, so the, the context of pride uh, has always troubled me uh, in, in terms of the, uh, and I'm gonna call it the gay movement just because LGBTQ plus takes longer to say, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, in, in the context of the gay movement is, um, is difficult because pride is a vice. Right. Um, it's one of the it's seven deadly, deadly sins. sins. Yeah. Um, and that just can't be avoided. It, it right. is. Um, no matter what we call it. And there's a, there are varying degrees of pride sure. yes. and that sort of stuff. And I know where pride and, and June come from. It comes from the Stonewall Riots. I'll never forget hearing about Stonewall when I lived in Ohio, and I went to a t-shirt shop, and I got a, 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 a white t-shirt with blue letters ironed on um, that uh, said on the front, remember Stonewall, and on the back it said, gays have rights too. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget walking into my house <laughs> with that on, and my father looking at me and saying, you take that blankety-blank shirt off, give it to me right now. And he had a way about him, and I, I don't remember the conversation, but I wound up taking it, and he cut it to shreds in my, in, in my face. Wow. Um, so all that aside as, as background, we, we as Catholics recognize the dignity of human life. Right. And we recognize that every person is an individual yes. uh, fearfully made in the likeness and image of God right. uh, and is worthy of love, which we covered in the, in the, the last, last part. Yeah. So, um, so it's strange to me and I think to a lot of Catholics and I think to Betty um, for people to express such vehement, exuberant pride in one aspect of their being. Right. And that's what makes it hard to navigate. Because yeah. you know, she, she expressed to me uh, that she's had to go to training in her uh, work to understand the, the situation. And in, in the course of time has been, uh, has been accosted, I think is a, perhaps the appropriate word, even though it wasn't 
directed to her directly, but in the hallway, you know, somebody expressing, I don't understand why our insurance won't pay for my, um, uh, for my gender reassignment, uh, or as she put it, won't pay to have my blanks removed. Um, and those were the words that they used, not blank though. You know, and she doesn't understand why that isn't sexual harassment. Okay? Betty doesn't understand. Betty doesn't understand right. why that isn't sexual harassment because right. she certainly couldn't talk about it. And the amount of right. people in corporate America or government work who um, are, are subjected to people talking openly about gay sexuality when if it were flipped around, they couldn't talk about... I'm sorry, homosexuality as opposed to heterosexuality. If it's turned around, you can't talk about heterosexuality. Um, and uh, navigating that is so, so difficult. And now for something completely different. As you know, Beth and I are really bad at promoting things while we are walking because we don't do that when we are just talking to each other anyway. So I had to pre-record this to make sure we got the word out. Beth and I invite you to join us at our first ever Day of Reflection. It is called Being a Catholic Family, and we are offering it on July 23rd at the Cedar Break Retreat Center in the Diocese of Austin. Being a Catholic Family is hard, but it does not have to be. During this one-day retreat, Beth and I will share with you some of our experiences and stories, and what some have called wisdom, about being a Catholic family. You and we will have fun as we discuss and explore some simple steps and processes that anybody can do at any time in their family's life to orient or reorient the entire family to an authentic Catholic life and lifestyle at home, in the parish, and in the world. I want you to join us on July 23rd, 2022. We only have room for 40 participants and it's probably not meant for children preteen or younger, but nursing babies are, of course, always welcome. Remember, a Catholic family is essentially defined by the church as people who are living in the same home. So it could be just you if you are single. It could also be married couples with or without kids, single or divorced moms or dads, a group of friends living together, widows or widowers, foster parents and kids, really anybody who is, ever was, or ever wants to be in a family. So come join us. To help you decide, there is a lot more information on our website at whollyownedandoperated.com slash retreat, which is where you can also register. And registration closes on July 17th. And if you can't remember the entire web address, just go to whollyownedandoperated.com and a very tiny pop-up will appear that you can click on. Of course, I guess, since this is a recorded episode, you could always just rewind, or whatever they call it. <laughs> anyway, come join us. It'll be fun. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. So, how do you do it? And here I've been talking forever. I think it's fair to point out that you have kind of dreaded this part of the discussion, uh, this this yeah, part two. I, I, and, and, and I will say that a lot of it is because, or I think, is because you don't talk about sexuality in public at all. 
Right. I, I, I'm the only, I, you know, right. when, when we did pre-cana talks, yeah. you know, they always said, you know, who wants to do the sex talk? And I'd raise my hand and you'd be like, oh, oh no, yay. you know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think, so, so how do I navigate Pride Month and, you know, openly gay coworkers who are sporting the rainbow colors and, you know, this, that, and the other? To be honest, I don't talk about it. I, I talk about work stuff. If the conversation veers toward something else, personal life, whatever, I kind of steer the conversation back or I leave uh, the conversation because that's not work related. Therefore, it's not mandatory that I stay there and talk <laughs> about it. Sure, and you, um, can make an, you can certainly make an excuse. And I got work to do. Right. Yeah. We're at work. Um, and the when when we choose what establishments to go eat at or purchase things from or whatever, if if there's openly, you know, a whole bunch of pride stuff and paraphernalia, I just don't go in. You know, I, I choose somewhere else to shop. Yeah, and and we do that for that, for any overt you know, what we what we perceive to be political to be political um, or or anti dignity. Right. You know, right. If, if there's you know when we talked about dignity in the last episode, that that covers so much and. Yeah. When you focus on one aspect of someone's identity, what they perceive as their identity, their self-proclaimed identity, whatever, okay? Um, that can be uh, detrimental. Yeah. Um, okay. What, what? I'm, and, and at the same time, okay, do I... Uh, do I prefer to, you know, be around people who are more like-minded to me? Sure. Everybody does. Everybody, Everybody does. does. So you're going to have, quote-unquote, communities of people who gather, who have similar mindsets. Right. Okay? And so you're going to have people who cater to different communities. Sure. And so when we're navigating this, I, I think that it's fair to say that that establishment is not catering to me. Right. And I or, think that's very fair to say. You know, or, or Betty, yeah. you know, and, and her family. My, you, know, you know, and so they're not trying to get my business. Right. <laughs> right. And and I don't I don't I don't dislike them because that's what I just don't go to that business. We, I Yeah, we we didn't go to a business the other day that said that they were you know broadcasting uh the college world series. Right. Cuz we just didn't, didn't want to hear the hear baseball commentary. You know. Um, but <laughs> we're not baseball uh, fans. But when you're when you're when you're navigating Right. This, uh, nobody can force you to talk about with them right. the things that you don't want to talk about. Right. 
And even in the workplace, you can re refuse, even if you're in a mm -hmm. group sharing, you know, forced sort of um, diversity situation, you know, um, you know, do what do what the kid in um, Dead Poet Society did when, and you got to watch this when you when when uh, uh, Robin Williams' character takes all his kids in the English class out to the courtyard and says, "Everybody walk, just walk, do do what you want to do when it comes to walking." And some started walking backwards, some walking weird on their hands, whatever. And one kid was not walking, and he said. Mr. So-and-so, why aren't you walking? And he said, I'm exercising my right to walk by not walking. And he said, good man, or something like that, yeah. you know? Um, so there's a variety of comfort levels. I'm sure anybody could hear your discomfort in just talking about it in your voice. And, you know, me hearing me try to choose words while at the same time you know, <laughs> having quite an opinion. Um, the idea of navigating this with your children when you come across it, when you come across the rainbow flag or uh, protesters or a parade uh, or anything um, is a matter of, you know, saying, you know, we live in a country where everybody is different and everybody's allowed to be different yep. and we'll talk about this maybe tonight at dinner son you know or or, or 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 that sort of thing and if there's something going on at school uh that you uh would prefer your child not participate in then take your child out of school um or find some alternative uh Yep. learning opportunities for that day right um and uh the it, you you may have to take a day off from work if it's daycare and there's no other place to take the time that's right. that's okay and that's you expressing to your own children what's important to you right and what's important to your faith the and your family and and, and, and your family right and it reinforces as opposed to sends a confusing signal. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I think I mentioned in the last, uh, uh, in the first part about um, getting a text from a family member, you know, showing them at, at the um, Pride Parade and, yep. you know, um, having a good time. And, and they said, having a good time, you, you know, Etc. Etc. And, and you know, I replied, "Looks like you're having fun. Stay hydrated." Yep. You know, and it wasn't time to get into any no. debates, I, no. and very rarely is, is it? it. And yeah. if 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 that presents itself, well, then then we ask, "Hey, you know, I don't understand all of what you're going through, and you don't understand all of what I'm going through. Let's have lunch." Right. You know. Mm -hmm. um, but in there's there's really rarely any time to be able to get into it um, in, into a discussion. I mean, um, unless you're forced into it by a workplace, um, you know, seminar or something. Um, and sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and 
say what they are expecting you to say. Well, or, 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 I, I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying that that's always going to happen. Yeah. That you're always I, in that situation, but again, nobody can force you. Right. Um, but if you <laughs> if you flinch and you don't want to rock the boat, then handle it in that way while still maintaining your integrity right. with your family and your children and yourself. God knows when you're under pressure. Right. God knows, you know, he, as Paul said, you know, there are some who God calls to be evangelists, mm-hmm. you know, and most of the others are not called for that, right. <laughs> you know. Um, right. So there's no... There's no uh, set in stone duty to uh, to speak about any any subject, uh, and there's always the uh, possibility of excusing oneself when uh, you know. And I, I, I mentioned when I got this uh, text, I got a reply. You know, thanks for validating us again. Uh, the we can always validate someone's humanity. Right. We can always love someone. We are we are called to love our enemies, and very few of us have very many enemies. enemies. And right. just because somebody uh, somebody's sexual orientation is different than yours, doesn't mean we can't love them. Right. And uh, and love their human dignity, and 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 that's the big challenge in terms of navigating because people think if you disagree with them, that means you don't love them. Right. You know, to to put it succinctly. And that may be where the debate is worth having at that moment. You say, no, it's untrue right. that I don't love you. Just because I don't understand doesn't mean I don't love. Right. You know, because. You can have. We compassion. disagree with our children all the time. Right. <laughs> you can certainly have compassion for that person's struggle in society. Right. Um, yeah. Because you know they they're well, trying to you know make a make a life for themselves. But you can right? equate that struggle also and, with the struggle you're having in society. Right. With with the the pride movement with the right. you're both struggling. Right. You know, let's talk about and that. Not, right. And know. and there's you know if again if if you don't have a relationship with a, a person who's who, who's in the LG. I can't even say all the words. The letters, LGBTQ. Right? Yes, sorry. It's okay. Um, if you don't have a relationship with a person, then you're probably not going to have a, a conversation with them, right? right? So the again. You know, I've got coworkers who are gay. I've also got, you know, coworkers who aren't gay but are super duper supportive of that the the pride movement. Um, 
I can still have conversations with these people and be compassionate when they bring up some of the struggles that they're having. Yeah. And but that doesn't mean that I have to agree or, or be in the movement too. Right. Okay. And, yeah. So I look at the individual. I'm, I'm not, and I do that for, for just about everything. You know, I'm, I'm going to look at the individual and love them and be compassionate and show them Jesus as best I can. By being. By being compassionate and loving. Yeah, and, and being Jesus to and, them and, and seeing Jesus in, in them. them. And right. That, and that... there's, so that's the, that's the way we navigate this is, you know, we, we, we work with individuals as much as possible. And when it's a movement that spills over into our everyday life, we be as honest as we can with our family, with our, you know, our friends and with ourselves, knowing what we can handle and what we can't. Yeah, and I think you're, you're well meted out in, you know, cause you share your coworkers struggles, you know, that they have being far from home and stuff like that. And you ache for them, you know, in, in, in many ways. When you and I talk about, you know, when Ruben had his, uh, his stroke and the right. challenges he had of people deciding yeah. they didn't want him to cut their hair anymore. And, uh, you know, the friend who came out, you know, and what his standing in the community uh, would be and how that ached uh, on him and, and us. And, uh, and you know, the, the Cub Scout leader, you mm -hmm. know, you know, yeah. um, it's just, it, it, so, as you mentioned, you know, and I think it brings it full circle that, you know, you, you have to have relationship we we are people, and people are made for relationship, and we can't uh, understand others unless we have relationship. And getting to know someone over a cup of coffee doesn't mean you're ever gonna, you know, have to accept, uh, you know, in a, in a way that um, diminishes your uh, belief system. Uh, but it does give you the opportunity to evangelize to them yep. and it gives them a chance to be better understood. And we can't go wrong with that. Right. You know, exactly. So that was our, that was our beep. And, yep. uh, thanks to Betty for asking the hard questions. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and I guess if that didn't work out there with answering, uh, then, if, <laughs> you know, if you got a question, please let us know. Holyownedandoperated.com. Yes. Uh, many at many ways to reach us. But yeah, the email address, home at holyownedandoperated.com. 
And that's it. Yep. I love you. I love you too. You're the greatest. Thanks. So are you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's wholly, H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization, and as such, are tax-deductible, so please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated.